Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It is the penultimate day of Black History Month, and we are bringing the Black history that you need before it's over. Of course, we celebrate Black history all year long. And we are going to talk to some folks who are celebrating a really important individual in Black history for the 100th year uh, celebration of his birthday. So we want to introduce you to Emma Bazia, and she is from the Free Libraries Department of Education, Philosophy, and Religion, and Emily Dong from the Saturday Free School for Philosophy and Black Liberation. Ladies, so nice to have you with us on Reality Check. How are you today? Doing well. Thanks for having us. So tell us about the year of Baldwin. How did it get started? What it is about? And of course, when we say Baldwin, we're talking about James Baldwin, the writer, the scholar, an amazing individual. Uh, tell us why Baldwin and why a full year? Hmm. Well, the year James Baldwin, um, the whole title is the year of James Arthur Baldwin, God's Revolutionary Voice. And it was organized by the Saturday Free School for Philosophy and Black Liberation with, in partnership with, um, as you said, the Free Library's Education, Philosophy and Religion Department. And for us this year, as you mentioned, would be James Baldwin's 100th birth anniversary. His official birthday is August 2nd, and he was born in 1924 in Harlem, New York City. Um, but he, first of all, for us um, at the Saturday Free School, it's our way of saying it is a city like Philadelphia, a city that is often casted as the fifth, the largest city um, with the highest poverty rate, that actually it's Philadelphia with the fighting spirit of the people, the people who produce rhythm and blues, the Philly sound, um, who produced John Coltrane, Sun Ra, um, all this revolutionary art and music and culture who are the most deserving people to lift up James Baldwin for today in a time where there is more war, more poverty, miseducation. Um, and to say that we need to claim James Baldwin up again, not just for our time, but as an American hero and an American revolutionary who can show us um, the path to freedom and to really be free of what King Martin Luther King Jr. called the triple evils of war, poverty, and racism. Um, so we're excited. We titled it God's Revolutionary Voice because we think that he is a he's prophetic. Um, he was not just a witness for his time, but he's also a witness for the truth of exactly the chains of white supremacy that all of us in America still need to liberate ourselves from in order to free not just America, the nation, but also the whole world. Um, and I guess I'll stop there. Emma, tell us what actually is going on. And, and thank you so much for that great introduction, Emily. Uh, Emma, tell us what is going on throughout this year of Baldwin and how the Free Library is involved. Sure thing. So we just kicked off the year of James Baldwin with an event at Parkway Central Library, which featured a panel discussion and song and dance. Um, but that's only the beginning. This month, we're starting our reading group, which is one of many reading groups that will be going on throughout the city at a variety of institutions. The Free Libraries Reading Group will uh, read together James Baldwin's essays um, and then discuss them. So reading out loud together, there's no homework, and then uh, discussing what we've read together on Thursday evenings at 5.30. Um, and there are other reading groups going on at different churches, mosques, other schools throughout the city. Um, another way the library is involved 
um, a way that was organized by the free school is we have um, donated books to two different Philadelphia high schools where the uh, teachers are going to lead after school groups um, reading James Baldwin's works um, and the students will engage with those works and also um, journal on them and write their own reflections about his thoughts. Well, that is amazing. Uh, There are some other things planned, though, I understand as well. Emily, do you know uh, some of the other celebrations that are happening in this year of James Baldwin? Yes. So um, just to take a step back, the year James Baldwin, like Emma said, the big anchor, the heart of the whole year um, in Philadelphia are these reading groups um, that are happening almost every week at different locations across the whole city. Um, like Emma said, churches, mosques, uh, bookstores, the free library. Um, but most importantly, I just want to say that for us, it's not just like a book club. We really see it as a literacy campaign. The belief that James Baldwin, he's not just someone in the past, but he's our teacher. Like we said, God's revolutionary voice, prophet, but he's our teacher for today. Um, and there's something really beautiful, but also important about people of different backgrounds across the city um, coming to these reading groups and for possibly the first time meeting each other. They never would have met each other before. And they're meeting through the language of James Baldwin. And just the image of that, I think, is really moving for me. I know I'm still young. Um, I'm 27 years old. I'm also Chinese for radio listeners who can't see me. Um, <laughs> but that there's something actually really freeing about reading James Baldwin and realizing, hey, me as an individual, I'm not crazy. It's that our society has wrongs, that we, the people, have the power together to both heal and change. Um, and so I just wanted to talk about like the fact that we see these reading groups across the city as a literacy campaign, like not just literacy in terms of reading and writing. Like, like Emma said, all these reading groups, you don't have to actually even know how to le- read. Um, we're going to be reading out loud. And there's something really powerful also about hearing the intonation or the rhythm of James Baldwin, the way he talks, like he in some ways is the most American of all Americans, despite how much people want to make, you know, the founding fathers seem like they're the real Americans. No, like James Baldwin, we think has the language and the key to a new vocabulary of real American language um, based on different values um, than what we're used to knowing America for. I mean, you know, looking at the wars today and, um, But besides the literacy campaign, the reading groups, which um, we're calling Philadelphia Reads James Baldwin, our next event um, will be April 4th. Um, And April 4th, we'll celebrate, uh, commemorate Martin Luther King Jr.'s um, speech, A Time to Break Silence, Why I Stand, Why I Oppose the the War in Vietnam. Um, And we'll talk about James Baldwin and the way he was a huge proponent for peace and justice and how that comes from the fact that he felt so dedicated he felt so committed to his ancestors and the black radical tradition, the black freedom movement um, and talking about war and peace and King's great speech. Um, uh, besides April 4th, our next uh, we'll have we'll spend the summer um, holding documentary screenings, um, highlighting James Baldwin um, at different places across the city, but especially at the Parkway Central Branch of the Free Library. Um, and then after that, our big triumphant event. Um, month of events will be August, which is James Baldwin's birth month. Um, so we'll also, we'll also, uh, launch a public exhibition that will span across different institutions, um, which will include both historical, um, photos and art, 
um, from the Harlem Renaissance, which really shaped James Baldwin, but will also include contemporary art, hopefully from young artists and poets um, um, who are calling, you know, we're releasing a call to revolutionary artists and poets to contribute to not just the public exhibit, but to inspiring hope in a time when too many people turn to pessimism and cynicism because of what's going on in the world. Um, Emma, let, let me ask you, as a representative of the Free Library, you must be well-versed in Baldwin's work. What inspires <laughs> you about his work? That's a great question. Um, I was thinking this morning about my my entryway to James Baldwin's work was actually through movies. I was, I've was i always been a movie lover, and um, my threshold into his nonfiction was through The Devil Finds Work, um, a movie in which he... Uh, reflects on his own ed- cultural education in movies and books um, at school and outside of school, but also then critically engages with the, um, the Hollywood movies that he goes to see and shares his reflections and conversations that he has with friends about those movies. Um, and so I think my my own appreciation of his work is grounded in just that the generosity of his thinking, the way that he's bringing in all these different uh, modes of media some ones you can find, you know, throughout the libraries, that's part of our, our mission. Um, and bringing it into a conversation and an engagement, bridging the divide between entertainment and politics. Um, and I think we can do a lot together this year at the different library locations and throughout the city. Where can folks get information on the array of events that are going on throughout this year? So the over, uh, the main website is yearofjamesbaldwin.org. That's O-R-G. That is the website built by the Saturday Free School. Um, for library-specific events, you will be able to find those um, on the library's events page on our website. And Emily, is there anything else that you think that people should know about the Year of Baldwin and why they should participate? There are a lot of different events, whether it's the readings or the screenings. So uh, tell us why you think folks should come out and support this event. Pretty ambitious. Yes, very ambitious. But I think there's no better time. Obviously, it's his 100th birth anniversary. So, I mean, the time is now. He's turning 100. But also... I think there's no better time for people to, I just think daily life, I think daily life in a city like Philadelphia is harsh. And I think we're really used to different coping mechanisms. And some of the coping mechanisms is you have to, like we retreat into ourselves. And I think this is the time to realize that the people already have the spirit, the power, the capacity and the imagination to make our city but also the whole country different um, and align with the values and have almost a revolution in values that not only we need, but our children deserve. Um, and I think James Baldwin, his language, there's something very healing about reading his words. And I just want to say that I think, I think James Baldwin, although he is appreciated, I don't think he's appreciated in his whole completeness. He is a genius. Um, it's something you're saying, Tanya, about how amazing of a person he is. I just think that people don't realize how courageous it is to be vulnerable the way he is, mm. especially someone who was so attacked as a black man in growing up in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, his whole life. And for him to write the way he does novels, essays, plays, um, to not stop speaking and to write with his language, the brilliance of his language, um, never went to college 
only graduated high school. For him, like, he, I think, is not just a role model, but someone who deserves to be appreciated for his courage and also how much he can change young people in particular lives. Like, young people who are angry at the short end of the stick that they've been given. But for them to feel inspired to not just love and respect themselves, but begin to inject love and respect back into a city that maybe abandoned them. Right. Um, and so... Well, he certainly, yeah, so, it, it certainly um, sounds yeah. as though he has inspired you, Emily. Emily Dong from the Saturday Free School for Philosophy and Black Liberation and Emma Bazilla from the Free Libraries Department of Education, Philosophy and Religion. The website is theyearofjamesbaldwin.org. And this is a full year of events, screenings, readings, uh, and all things in celebration of James Baldwin. Thank you so much for being with us on Reality Check today. Thank you for having us. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 